And I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all about not going broke, trying to look rich. I mean, just like my friend Justin, that one thing that I said to him, one thing, one sentence that I said to him, and fast forward five years, he's paid cash for his first home. He's not broke, he's rich. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, hey, what's up? Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to this episode of Unlock Success, where we're going to talk about why it is important that you don't go broke trying to look rich. Now, listen, I already know that a lot of you are probably thinking to yourself, okay, what does that mean? Why would you want to talk about that? What's the importance of that? But here's the thing. We live in a society right now where social media puts us at like the forefront of everyone's minds, right? Like everywhere you go, people know, ex- they know everything about you. They know, they, they, at least they feel like they know how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, what kind of lifestyle you live, what kind of people you date. Like they know everything about you. And it's because we're a social media driven society. We put it all out there for everybody to see. And I think what happens and what I've seen happen so much now over the last 15 years, the 15 years that I've really been in business and that I've been working hard to, you know, to build my foundation and build my business and then hopefully build my, you know, what will become my legacy. You know, I've seen the evolution of, of the way people see themselves and then the way people see, want other people to see them, right? And you see that a lot of people, they rent Lamborghinis, they rent big houses, they rent big condos, they spend a fortune on this and on that, and they're trying to look rich. They're trying to look the part, right? And they limp along, like they can barely sustain that, you know, putting up that facade. And then like a house of cards, usually it all comes crumbling down. And there's some fundamental aspects that you really need to be aware of and you really need to think about, especially if you're just starting out in your business and you're kind of new to to having your own your own business and your own way. And it, and it doesn't matter if you're if you're listening to this, you're watching this and you're like, I'm already a business person or I'm about to be a business person or maybe you just, you know, you have a job and and you're trying to better yourself and you're trying to think like, okay, what's the best plan for me and for my future? Here's the thing. And, and I, I've, I've always told people this. If you're broke, okay, like when you're broke, if you're someone who's, who values saving money, like saving $5, saving $10, saving $15, right? Even if that's all you have to save, then when you make more money, you'll become someone who saves more money, right? So now when, you, when your, your income elevates, right? So does your savings. But if when you're broke, you're blowing all your money and you're living paycheck to paycheck or in some industries, launch to launch or, you know, opportunity to opportunity or big, you know, win to big win. And if you're living like that, you're almost always broke. Here's the thing. I know so many people that have made so much money, right? Like just so much money. And I can tell you that there are some names that I personally know right now that if I were to shoot them out of my mouth here, you would freak out thinking that they're completely broke or that they couldn't write you a check for $25,000 when you see them flying on private jets and having Ferraris and all of these different things, but yet they have no real savings. They have no real income. It would blow your mind. And so my goal with this episode is to share with you why I think it's important that you don't go broke trying to look rich and how you can accomplish that. Okay. So one of the very first things is don't buy things that you don't need. 
okay? I, I implemented this in my life when I was very young. When I started my first business, I was 22, 23 years old. And I started my business out of necessity. Obviously, my dad lost his life savings. I started a business online. I came into all this money at like 22, 23 years old, $300,000 a month coming in every single month, you know, like clockwork. And while many people would have just blown that money. Many people would have just spent it on all kinds of things, especially at 22, 23, 24 years old, where it's not like you have a lot of life experience. For me, I had seen what happened to my dad. He was in his mid-60s. He had retired. He was a millionaire. And one bad investment cost him everything. Right. I mean, and if it wasn't for me and it wasn't for my ability to build a business and to to make some money really quickly in, in my early 20s, my parents would have lost their home. My my brother and sister wouldn't have been able to go to college. All kinds of bad things would happen to our family. So for me, I looked at money and I said, man, I just want to save it. Like, I just want to want to hoard it. I want to save as much as I possibly can. And so while I made all that money, I saved money. I lived at home with my parents. I was making $300,000 a month. Um, I drove for the longest time, I drove a, a $20,000 uh, Jeep Cherokee, right? While I was making $300,000 a month. Um, I didn't blow my money. I didn't spend my money frivolously. I saved all of my money. And I had this insight, right? But it's because the way that I started my business and the reason that I started my business kind of gave me that insight. Not everybody has that opportunity. Not everybody has something quite like what I had to go through that kind of pushes you into the whole, I'm going to start my own business or I'm going to build my own success or whatever the case may be. And so we don't oftentimes think that way. Case in point, one of my good friends in college, his name was Justin Califf. He, uh, he was trying to go to medical school with me. And it was kind of interesting because Justin, Justin and I were both really good friends, but neither of us were the smartest guys in the, in the class. I was actually just talking to my wife about this uh, yesterday. I was talking about how there were a couple of other people that were really, really smart. And in some, like one day they were, we were all doing a study group and they literally looked at us and they're like, look, we just can't keep pulling you along. Like we're here. We want to be doctors. We're going for the, you know, we're going to reach our goals and we just can't keep pulling you guys along. Right. And I remember thinking to myself like, wow, you know, am I really that dumb? Am I really that, that am I not that smart? But that's where I was. That's where I was. That's where Justin was. That's kind of the, 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 the situation we were in. And so Justin came to me and he start, he saw that I was making all this money on the internet and he said, how do I do this? What do I do? And so I taught him how to do what I was doing. And the interesting thing is, is that even at 23, 24 years old at the time, I had the insight to tell him before he ever made a dollar, I said, listen, man, don't go buy jet skis. Don't go buy boats. Don't go take fancy vacations. Don't blow your money. Save your money, right? Save all of your money. And then make sure that you have enough money to pay off your home, to pay off the home that you're going to live in for the, you know, for the rest of your life, right? Like make sure you have that money saved up before you start blowing it and, you know, being frivolous and all these things. And so he started building his business. He started making money. We kind of went our separate ways. He lived in a different, uh, a different city than I. So once we, you know, once we graduated, we didn't see each other. And then fast forward a few years and I was filming a television show and I wanted to interview Justin for this show. So called him up, said, Hey man, I'm, I'm coming to, uh, I'm coming to see you want to do an interview with you. And it just so happened that he was building a new home. And I'll never forget. I was walking through through this house like there's just it, it was my first experience ever seeing something like this like just literally the house was framed up 
right? There's nothing else there. It was just the frame of the house. And we were walking through all the rooms of this house, looking through all the open spaces into the other ones. And I, rem I remember asking him, I'm like, so how did you end up getting this house? You know, like, what, what did it cost? You know, tell me something about it. He said, man, he said, I remember when you taught me how to make money on the internet. And you said to me, you said, don't blow your money on jet skis and boats and cars and things like that. You said, save your money so you can buy your home. And he said, I paid cash for this house because I did exactly that. I saved my money. I didn't go buy and blow all, all my money on all these things. And it made me think like, what did, like one little sentence that I said, right? That was just innate to me, but it made such a huge impact on his life because he isn't somebody who blew all of his money. He did not go broke trying to look rich, right? And now he's, you know, in his mid thirties and he's got his home paid off for the rest of his life, right? And I think that that's something that's very key is, is being able to Contain to, to think further than just today. You know, uh, we always kind of say, and, and this is something that I've I was I've been talking about with my wife a lot, and and something that I've been really looking at for myself, and that is, look, be aware of your past, right? So be aware of your past. Don't live in the past, right? You've always hear people say this, but be aware of your past. Live in the present, right? But focus on your future. So what that means is, is that look, you got to take advantage of each and every day. You got to live. You got to be excited. You got to have fun. You've got to do things because who knows? Today could be our last day, right? So we can't not enjoy the things that we want to enjoy in life. But we also need to, at the same time, plan for our future. And I think what happens, especially nowadays, is that people are so caught up in today, right, that they forget about the future. And that's how you see so many people. And you see this all the time, right? How many athletes have you seen pop up on Yahoo News that are completely broke? And you look at it and, and like the normal mind can't conceive it. Like this person made $52 million in their career and they're filing bankruptcy. And like our minds can't understand that, right? But what happened is that person lived in the present every single day and disregarded their future. They, the, the money train continued to come. It was never going to stop. They're blowing all this money, all these things. And that's what ends up being the downfall of so many people, right? Second thing that's very important is, hey, listen, don't have a posse, right? I know, I know that sounds crazy, but this is what happens. When you make money, when you have a little bit of success, you attract people, People come to you and they, they mooch off of you. They live off of you. They, and you feel like, oh, listen, I've got the most money or I've been super successful. It's probably my duty to take care of them, to buy them this, to buy them that. To, and, and you end up supporting so many people around you, right? Now, I don't mean not you know, like don't take care, don't give to charities and don't take care of your family and don't do those types of things. What I mean is, don't go and take care of 15 or 20 people that, you know, you see them called your squad, your posse, whatever it is, just so they can all live the lifestyle with you, right? Because again, that's focusing only on today and just completely disregarding your future. Like for me, I think about it all the time. Like every dollar that I waste, every dollar that I just throw away, okay, on taking care of and, and buying things for people I don't even know, just so I can look like the big shot, just so I can look like the guy that's got the most money at the table. That's a dollar that my children won't have one day, 
That's a dollar that my wife wouldn't have if something were to happen to me. I'm always mindful of, again, the future. Like, there is a tomorrow, right? And we have to be mindful of it. And so I think that is very, very important. And the third thing, and this is probably the biggest key for most people, is to not overspend on the big purchases and the big things that you have to have in life. And I'll give you an example. Um, I was doing some research before uh, before I, I came on to do this episode, and it was very interesting. What I read was is that most lenders, most mortgage companies, whatnot, banks, they want you to spend no more than 28% of your annual income before taxes on your on your mortgage, right? So if you're making $100,000 a year, then they want you to spend about $28,000 a year on your mortgage, right? Well, here's the thing. That sounds reasonable, right? I mean, we could all agree that $28,000 out of your $100,000 mortgage seems reasonable, right? But here's the thing. That hundred is pre-tax. So once you pay your taxes, depending on your tax bracket, and I know the $100,000 one's not the top tax bracket, but let's just say that you're paying 25% because everybody's got deductions and all those things. Let's just say you pay 25% in taxes, right? If you take 25% out for taxes and then you take 28% out for your mortgage, right? You're spending over 50% of your money before you've ever done anything. And let's just be honest, I know a lot of people, and I'm sure that you do as well, that spend way more than 28% of their annualized income on their mortgage, right? Now, when you compare that to like some of my bigger months, right? And this is something that I've always that I've always done. I live below my means, not like at my means, not at the maximum level possible, but below so that I can save, right? Uh, my, my biggest year, one of, one of my biggest years anyway, uh, we made about $15 million. So using the same math that, like conservative math, that everyone says $15 million means that I could have afforded an annual mortgage of about $4.2 million a year, which is about $350,000 a month. Okay, that would have been like the norm. That would have been okay. That would have been acceptable. That would have been, banks would have said, man, he's, he's, he's right in line. Instead, I lived in a home that was three, about $3,000 a month, $36,000 a year, which actually equated to about 0.24% of my annual income, like a quarter of 1%, right? These are the most important things that you can do, especially if you're young, you're just starting out and you're trying to build for your future, you're trying to grow your business, you need to invest your money in assets that are going to appreciate and in assets that are going to pay you, right? Not in things that are depreciating and not in things that are literally just wasting your money for the sake of looking cool, right? So where should you put your money, okay? If you don't wanna go broke trying to look rich, where can you put your money? Well, the number one place I, I invest my money is in real estate. Like, I feel like real estate's a good investment. I feel like real estate's a smart investment. I feel like over the years, you know, there's ebbs and flows. There's going to be moments where, uh, where the market is down, moments where it's up. But if you look at real estate today and you look at it 15, 20 years ago, property that is worth way more now, right? Like my, my parents' home, when, uh, when they got it, it, it was like $240,000. Now it's worth a half a million. Right. And that's over a 15, 20 year span of time. So that snapshot tells me that real estate is a good investment. It's a good vehicle to put your money in. 
Another thing that we invest in is we invest a little bit in stocks, right? What I don't suggest is going out and just blowing your money on the next hottest IPO and stuff like that. Like we do conservative investing, right? So just looking for things that are going to appreciate over time, continue to grow, right? Uh, but, but also be a safe vehicle for, uh, for making us money. And then the third thing is we invest in ourselves, right? So important. I'd much rather take that $100,000 that I'm gonna blow on a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or a boat or any of that kind of stuff, right? And put that money into a new startup, into a new business, into doing something else that will help us grow as entrepreneurs and as business people. And you can do the same thing. Um, you know, now that's not to say that if you've got a lot of money that you can't enjoy it. Like for instance, right now, I mean, I have a Rolls Royce. I have a brand new G wagon. I just got last week. I have a Ferrari. I mean, I have a lot of these things. So you might look at it and say, okay, well, Anthony, gosh, you know, you know, aren't you trying to look rich? No, like I'm just living my best life. Right. But at the end of the day, I can afford those cars and it's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a half of a percent of my net worth that I have invested in some cars that I enjoy. So it's knowing when to invest your money into real estate and stocks and things like that. And then knowing when it's okay for you to go and buy one of those kind of excessive toys, a car, a vacation, a vacation home, those types of things, right? And that's what's really important. Again, you don't have to look rich in order to be rich, right? Like if you look at some of the most wealthy people in the world, like Warren Buffett and people like that, like they don't look rich. They're not pulling up in their Lamborghini with a bunch of diamonds on and things like the, like my necklace and stuff. They're not doing that, right? They, you, you don't have to look the part to be the part. And I think that like for somebody like myself, it's all about just being who I am and comfortable with who I am. So if I have the diamond on my chain or my rings or whatnot, it's not because I want to look like I'm so wealthy or so rich. There's, there's always a, a deeper meaning to me behind why I have the things that I have. But when I started my business and when I first became an entrepreneur and I made my first money on the internet, my first money for my business, I made sure that I focused on taking that money and reinvesting that money into things that are going to help me grow and not into things that are gonna help me look rich, but actually be poor, right? And I think that that's the most important lesson that you can get from this episode today is, don't worry what other people think about you. Don't be concerned with what your appearance looks like on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all this social media, right? Do what's best for you so that you can live in the present, but be very mindful and very aware of your future. I think that is the most important thing. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Unlock Success. 